fuck up. Peace to the Michelle Halloween podcast. Uh, you're going to spend the next however long, 45 minutes or so, talking to me about absolutely ridiculous stuff. You've seen the podcast. You're a follower and a fan. I don't know what the appeal is, but thank you for coming on, sweetheart. It's so good to meet you virtually. <laughs> it's such an honor. When you messaged me, I was like, uh, me? Why me? <laughs> What's uh, so about me? <laughs> I can tell you right now. First of all, I first encountered you uh, while I was working on Rile of the Dead's magazine. And I'm going, okay, who is this hot babe? And why is she not in more of the pictures? So I told Raul, okay, who is this? And then he started, oh, that's Denise. And then I started looking through your Instagram profile because I'm a total creep. Dude, so you're a model? You're, well, let me just, how many fingers do I have? You're a model, <laughs> you're a mom, you're a teacher, yeah. you're fucking beautiful. Aw, you. uh, you admire Mandy and I, and I have no idea <laughs> why. We're just free thinking psychopaths. But and that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the club, babe. So tell me more about modeling. Um, we'll start with modeling. Then I want to know about teaching and just your background in general. You and I had a fun conversation, I think, on Easter. We'll get into that. But <laughs> we bonded over some, uh, <laughs> some fun stuff. We'll be discreet-ish as much as you want to be discreet. Okay. So how did you get into modeling? How long have you been doing that? I've been doing it for five years. Um, you know, just, it's more of a hobby for me. And it was something that came up from friends like, Hey, you know, you should do it. You should try it. You have the face, you have this. And I said, me, why me? You know, like, I don't have anything special. Like I, I didn't, first of all, I didn't have, I, don't, I really, I still don't have the confidence. Like I did not have the confidence to be in front of a camera. No, I'm totally awkward. Like in front of the camera, like right now, um, you know, so I'm more of a goofball. And, you know, I like to have fun and it, I don't know, for me to consider myself a model at times is really hard because I see a model, I guess, whatever society has, you know, portrayed mm -hmm. as a thin, beautiful skin. Girl, by the time I take off my eyelashes, my no eye, you know, my no eyebrows, you know, yeah. I, I don't feel sexy. So, and I think that had to do a lot with it, it stemmed from childhood. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it, 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 I don't really want to get into it, but you know, whatever that caught, it caused my PTSD, which, you know, caused me to have a lot of loathing. Like I loathed myself, you know? So when somebody told me you should try modeling, I was like, I kept looking <laughs> over my shoulder. I was like, who are you talking to? You know? So I tried it, you know, I did a couple of pictures and then from there, just, I started contacting photographers if I can you know, shoot with them and they were okay. There were a couple of photographers who did not want to shoot with me because um, I was a big girl. So, you know, yeah, I've had my fair share. And it's not until, to be honest with you, when I shot with Raw that I started getting more confidence. And I think it had to do a lot with, I didn't have to fit into a mold. Mm -hmm. you know, and I think the pinup world Oh, well, somebody's going to hate me after this. But the pinup world is more into a certain look. Oh, absolutely. You know, you have to look a certain way. You have to. And with Raw, it was more of, it was me. It was me right. in front of the camera. It was um, myself dressed the way I wanted to. You know, the first shoot I think we had was like a, um, I don't know, I can't remember what it was, but it was in front of a, of a home. I can't remember right now. Um, but it was my goth shoot, you know, it was me. It was me dressed in my black dress and, you know, in a hot, it was a haunted house. I think that's where we, we shot and he that's took so beautiful badass. pictures, you know, and he never said anything about, you know, my weight. He didn't care. He was like, you want to shoot? Okay, let's go. And, you Love know, it. raw was really about, um, just taking my picture and just letting me have fun with it. You That's know? what I love about him, and it's part of the horror community too. Is that he yes. he's even talked about like with horror. <laughs> how do you say horror? Um, <laughs> the same way, with horror, right? With the horror culture and the horror community, you could be big and beautiful, and yes. you're just as pretty as the skinny girl. Yes. Um, you know, I same thing. I wonder too. Um, we'll talk about birthdays, and but what is your sign? If you if you don't mind me asking, what sign? Aquarius. Are you? You're an Aquarius. Okay, so I'm a Pisces. 
Oh, and okay. so you just had, yeah, so you, we kind of have the same, the more we talk, the more we have all that in common where, you know, back when in my early thirties, I was thinking, okay, I have to work out every day. My big tittied ass was running four miles a day trying yep. to get slim. And even when I, I didn't know I looked good, um, because all girl, I saw was fine. cellulite. No, not now, girl. Back then I was still like, but I'll get to that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was still trying really hard. I didn't realize that I was all thin and I was looking perfect, according to society standards. Exactly. Then life happens. Then I started drinking and I just started, you know, depression and just those standards. But you know who it was for me was um, Tess Holiday. And I, do you know, you know who Tess Holiday oh, is? Oh, I love I'm her. Like, if, and then on top of that, once I started just going, okay, I'm big and beautiful no matter how, as long as I feel good inside, that's all I give a shit about. But you know what's funny too is, all that skinny bitch shit, I don't know if it's social media or what, but I've gotten more male attention as a big girl than I did as a thin girl. So not that it fucking matters because men are a bunch of dumb shits anyways, but you know, I'm just, it just baffles me. And I'm going all along, I'm thinking, oh my God, how can we, our generation yeah. and models like you, help girls realize you don't have, just be you, you know, even if you are skinny, just yeah. be you. Don't be a bitch, though. But I'm with you on the pinup thing because it's like you have to have the small waist, big tits, and ass. If you don't have the big like, tits, you're done. Yeah. Yes. So, plus the hairdos take way too much time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have time for that. I really don't. I have two little ones that I have to, you know, pull here, pull there, and, you know, I, I can, you know, and don't even get me started on the pinup contest. Um, oh god yeah, i stopped doing those yeah no well it's just stay with us with the horror community we are know, embracing you <laughs> but you know that's where i started you know i started there and i was like okay maybe you know they'll be welcoming no i, I have to stick into my horror community because wherever i go no matter who i meet i connect with somebody mm -hmm. isn't it lovely it, it, it's so, <laughs> and you know what i've noticed more like even Yes, I know social media, but mm -hmm. even through Instagram, I noticed that the horror community supports each other so much. Mm -hmm. There's no hate. There's no comparison. There's no competition. I mean, it's Absolutely. just so lovely how we all just mesh and support each other. Absolutely. Now, you and I are moms, and you have your two little ones. I'm um, stuck in a house full of pubescent, smelly mean kids and I'm thinking I, I keep reminiscing with all the time like oh my gosh when they were so little it was so much easier as a goth mom um how do your kids deal with well I'm sure that if, if have they grown up with you just being who you are the whole time yes. and do, do you instill the confidence with them yes. do they oh, go yeah. to school do you ever get any um calls from teachers like okay you know your kids did this today no. uh how do, neither do I it's no funny. no I always wonder on the, the teacher contrary. actually, yeah, my my daughter's teacher, in fact, wanted to thank me yeah. in person because she knew I wasn't going to come to the school. <laughs> she, so she held, she had a conference and I'm like, fuck, damn it, Peyton, what'd you do? No, she just wanted to thank and just thank us and talk about how awesome my daughter is because my daughter doesn't give any fucks. She's just like me. I'm all, embrace who you are because growing up, I was told, no, you can't look like that. You can't trust like that. You can't be that way. Um, you look like a devil worshiper. You look like that. We talked about that. But how do your kids? Do they just do they wear like little whore t-shirts to school and stuff? Yes. Or yeah, my, so my kids. Awesome. It, it's so funny because my kids will wear like necromantics. They'll wear that Kennedy. <laughs> you know, you know they're on to the. They love horror. I mean, they love it. They love it. You know, they're right now they're into gaming, so they're more into like, you know, I guess there's a new game called Piggies where they get new piggy skins and. <laughs> I'm like at the same time I'm like what you're buying skins you know <laughs> then I think about it I was like hmm what do you remind me of <laughs> I know I'm you like know. I can't get that <laughs> yeah I can you know so you know I, I embrace that I embrace that because obviously growing up it was like why are you always in black mm -hmm. you know I when I was I think it was 18 or 19 I was working as a teacher assistant and somebody tells me why do you dress goth don't you know that's Anglo-Saxon? <laughs> I hate that term so much. And I was I like, hate <laughs> I hate that term so much. And I was like, 
was this? Huh? <laughs> yeah, you, you know, what do you do at that point? You know, you, you just walk away. You know, I, you know, I laugh. I'm not going to sit there and educate people if there's right. something nice. Right. In fact, speaking of that damn term Anglo-Saxon, because I love my white boys. Um, so my husband and I, you know, I don't know where we were at my parents' house. And my dad, who was trying to be politically correct, who's the black person. You know, my mom's white, my dad's black. So my dad didn't want to be offensive to my husband, who's married to me. He goes, he said something who's also Anglo-Saxon people. And I said, if you fucking say that again, dad... I will fucking hit you. That is the stupidest term. Just say white people. Yeah. You know, right. like, just say white people. Right. <laughs> but I hate that term. But yeah. it's Anglo it's Saxon of for you to dress that way. <laughs> I don't know. I think the Chola kind of had a lot to do with the goth thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I grew up in East LA. <laughs> I'm an East LA girl. You know, the homies were my homies. See? You know, See? in high school, guess who, guess who they were protecting? <laughs> The goth girl, you know what? That's right. The goth, girl, the goth girl was letting them cheat on their homework, <laughs> cheat on their <laughs> test. <laughs> you know, but it, it's just, it's ridiculous. It, it is. is ridiculous, you know. And when the podcast that you and Mandy had, I connected so much to both of you because in high school, even though I had friends, I was always the oddball. Mm. You know, Same. I was never mm. the girl the guys wanted I was never the girl that people wanted to hang out with because I was different I was always different you know and and I'm still different <laughs> I know like, I still get they get yeah. like what what are you doing you're too old what, what did my mom say she's like you'll grow out of it oh, uh, I I'm got that 40 too. I'm 40 I think I'm not growing out of it when I got these that was an issue with my mom the next time you get a tattoo, I'm going to tattoo it on your forehead. Go ahead. Were you 18 when you got your first tattoo? I was 21. 21. Uh, my first tattoo is a naked fairy on my back, and my mom was pissed. And I go, are you mad about the tattoo, or are you mad about it? She goes, why did you get a naked lady on your back? Are you a lesbian? I said, well, kind of, but really, why would I want a uh, fucking dick on my back? I mean, <laughs> I remember her not having an argument after that. <laughs> But she was still mad just about the tattoo. But, and I remember I got this one, you know, my, uh, I think it was 36. I got this one. It was my first tattoo in a long time. And I, so I was like, I'm going to go big. And I remember my sister's like, what are you doing? Because she had my kids. And I'm like, don't tell dad. <laughs> I took a picture. <laughs> but isn't it funny how like the, the generational changes from one to the next? And you're a teacher. So, and you teach preschool. Yes. So give me, give me, give me something. Give me a story about You know, and that's the funny thing. Like, um, <laughs> what I love about children is they love you unconditionally. So if mm -hmm. you give them love, they'll give you love. I have never had one, maybe, you know, one or two kids that one time did tell me that their mom said that, you know, I needed God in my life. <laughs> and uh, I, what do you say to a preschooler? You know, I, it, it's her mom telling her to tell me. Right. So I just, you know, I just missed it and I continued doing it when I was doing. Um, but other than that, like, once you show unconditional love to your students, they show it back to you. So I whatever I look like, however I look like, they accept me. You know, I love the it. stares I get are from parents. Oh, of course. Yeah. It, it, that those are, they're the ones that I get the stares from. You know, at the they're beginning the of the They're the worst. School. And you're at a school. I assume this is an elementary school, right? Yes. So do you have, uh, I call the, we were going to talk about Colts with uh, Moon, with Mandy, uh -huh. but we, the soccer mom, uh, PTA, soccer PTA mom uh, Colts, I was a part of that shit too, oh, hell but no. it's, it, it's, 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 it's amazing. We had one mom, uh, even after I was done, I retired from all that shit and I barely go to my kids' schools. So don't judge me. It's, I spent enough time at that school um, and all the schools for that matter. I'm retired now. I'm doing me. My kids are old enough, but just last year when school was still in session we had this mom who had a problem with my daughter and her daughter you know sheltered only child so these are fourth graders so she was telling my daughter they were in a group chat which is not good for adults not good for kids yeah. so so somebody was talking shit and they mentioned michael myers oh my god 
and the mom went to another mom to complain about my daughter and i'm like hey tell her let's have lunch lunch with the loved ones coming up let's talk so the other mom told her hey michelle's really cool you should talk to her like let's clear the air let me explain some things to you don't go hating on my daughter they want the kids want to be friends i went to talk to this mom dude she fucking ran like ran from us <laughs> so i'm like fuck yeah saw her at back to school night back in the fall we're uh, all our black craft shit me and my husband and i think we were walking out we're like so it actually be, you can't do that because you're a teacher but as just I a parent on your behalf i will do those things for you <laughs> but you know what after that by the end of the school year you don't know how much love i get from the parents because they imagine. know how much dedication i i mean even now right now that we're doing the distance learning mm -hmm. i mean there's there, i'm averaging four to three hours of sleep Ooh. you know because i have to do so much for my little ones you know so Ooh. next week is teacher appreciation day week so you know just if you have time anybody just appreciate your teachers because right now we are doing it's so hard. much it is it is overwhelming for us i always every night i tell my my husband i said you know what i'd rather be in the classroom i'm over oh of course of course this is a lot harder and it was dropped on you guys out of what was it one friday afternoon and suddenly and, no more school yeah of and course you guys are under a lot of stress and then i can only imagine the the setbacks from you know the political side of things with the uh the school district so yeah. i saw the emails for teacher appreciation week at first i was like fuck the junior high school teachers they pissed me <laughs> off but there's teachers, but there is something special about elementary school teachers because you guys and preschool because you guys actually you guys give the kids a foundation yes. you know on how they're gonna go for the rest of the you know their their careers in school but the thing is preschool teachers and elementary school teachers care of course i'm gonna appreciate you guys especially right now not the junior yeah. high teachers though i don't care if you guys are watching either you guys know my number <laughs> but kudos to you and then you come on my ridiculous podcast you're amazing so it's amazing so ridiculous i love you so much i girl you you know i then having conversations with you you're just a beautiful person i told you you know you're beautiful on the outside but you have such a beautiful heart you know and i see the love you have for everybody most you know, people yeah well you know no no i and it, yes i know that <laughs> but what i'm saying is, <laughs> i'm the same way but, by the, but what i'm saying is um some people don't take the time to know people like i'm a big time observer so i observe people before i even start reaching out or start encountering um so if i'm oh, ever out in public <laughs> if i'm ever out in public i'm really standoffish and, so um, am I. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only because I feel that if you pay attention to people um, and don't basically unlooked, you get to know people mm -hmm. really well, you know? And I, I mean, I think you're gorgeous, but I love your heart. I really, <laughs> really do. I mean, I think you're such a beautiful person and I see how you are with your friends. Yes, you are you and I love that about you. And, um, but your heart is beautiful. And, you know, just the conversations that we've had and I've had um, also conversations with um, Linda. Linda. Linda's beautiful too. I mean, right? Yes. Isn't it amazing how even on social media, and I, I think I've talked about it before because I feel the same way about you. It was just your pictures that I'm working on a magazine. I'm like, all these models that he has are great. They're great. But I'm like, no, there's something about this one here. And of course, I'm standoffish, but I feel the same way about you. I see that light. And what I've been reading a lot, and a lot of things keep coming to me. I've been, really interesting week this week and i'll share that with you um just a lot of self like going within i know we've been saying we're doing that a lot we're going within but i really dug deep this week um unintentionally but you have your what was the term it was uh it was a quote you can't shine without the darkness girl we are the stars in that darkness even yes. I, all these compliments you're giving me thank you because honestly i'm dying inside this week and i'm like Fuck everything, fuck my looks, fuck all this shit. My poor husband's dealing with um, all my self-loathing, but still building me up, but he's biased, so I can't give him, like, I can't, you know. That's how I feel. <laughs> like, you're biased, of course. Please be honest with me. And he's like, I fucking am being honest with you. Damn it, he's losing his mind. And I'm like, God, I'm such a piece of shit for putting through this. But 
Thank you. And I feel the same about you, babe, especially when we have that conversation, um, you know, on Easter and Linda's fucking phenomenal. Like she was the same thing. All it was, was her, her following me. We started talking about food and you talked about everything all in one thing, but I had a connection to her instant. I still have a huge crush on her. Um, so it started that way. I was just like, oh my God. So when she came over, I'm like, hey girlfriend. Like it felt like <laughs> meeting, you know, the first, remember when you met your husband for the first time? Or you yep. went on your first date and you're like, oh my God, is he coming over? He'll be here any minute. Okay, where am I gonna sit? That's how I felt when I met Linda for the first time and she has not disappointed. If anything, amplified my life. Same thing with Mandy. The thing is we found, um, we find each other. We're starting to find each other. And it's crazy how this, even in this bullshit, what's going on in the world, you know, with the pandemic, but we're still, the right people are still connecting and we're still, you know, we have this cord. So welcome to my circle, babe, whatever it is, but the weirder you are, the better. And you and I, I feel like, um, I don't know, it feels like we were walking in that same realm a little bit, you know, yeah. even with the, the comment about the Anglo-Saxon, the word that is not used yep. very often. Yep. Now, speaking of horror, the horror community and such, let's talk about growing up a little bit. Um, on Easter, you and I were talking, I won't go too much into it, but you replied to one of my stories because I was on I planned this last year. It's like, for, I'm not, I, I recently just stopped giving a fuck about what people think. Uh, the right people are starting to follow me and I'm befriending the right people. The ones who, if I have haters, that's fine too. I, I mean, we all need a little bit, but no one's approached me with much. So I'm like, eh, cool. If I'm enlightening five people, I'm enlightening five people. So on Easter, I had planned last Easter. I was like, fuck this next year, I'm going to go zombie Jesus. Like, you know, I'm like, we, I think the conversation with you and I started was we were questioners. As kids, um, Easter came about and I, I really don't want to knock anyone's religion because I, yeah. I, I'm not religious, but I'm a spiritual person. Yeah, um, but I do hold a beef with, I do have a beef with um, some Christian, like any groups, you know, any, any type of people, any type of group of people. I do have my beef with uh, religious zealots. So... Growing up, I, I was in trouble all the time. Um, one of the best memes I saw when the pandemic started was, shit, I was grounded for 80% of my childhood. I was made for this. That was me. I was grounded all, I was always in trouble. It was because I have a mouth and they say, you're smart ass. I'm like, but I just asked a fucking question. <laughs> so I think it was the comment that it was, that really set our conversation off was, um, they were talking about Jesus on Easter going into the cave or they, he died. They killed him. They put him in the cave that they, they went away and then they came back the next day. He's gone. And I'm like, they moved the body. I think I was like 12, you know, something like that. I was like, duh, they moved the body. <laughs> like, <laughs> and if he came back, wasn't he a zombie? Has no one ever seen a zombie? I got in so much trouble for that. So then um, I remember uh, I started getting into Satanism in my 20s. Uh, probably not the right way, not the right Satanism either, like just the bad stuff, like the, the satanic panic stuff, the stuff, yeah. yeah, the stuff that probably wasn't the best, but um, even then I was questioning uh, my brother-in-law, who's, you know, deeply rooted in his religion, and I'm like, so who wrote the Bible? He said, men chose my God, and I said, uh, again, we, this page, this one Bush was in office, I'm like, the patriarchy wrote the Bible. You know, yep. so he's all, you have to have faith. And I'm like, I do. I have faith that there's like, this is all bullshit, you know? But um, we had this conversation and it, it just goes into the fact that we're both brought up black sheep. We both tried divulging into religion. I, I, I counted this morning when I was in the shower so I could be prepared for our conversation. Three times, three times I tried to get into uh, the Christian realm, you know, um, uh, the Judaism, I couldn't afford it. Um, because I'm half Jewish, not technically white, I'm Jewish, I'm an African Jew, um, but it's just, it just never felt right, and I remember trying really hard, they're like, all you have to do is talk to God, and I'm like, <sighs> then I find out I am my own God, and that's when everything just started happening for me, two years, two years ago, you know, a little over two years ago, so your experience, if whatever you want to share, uh, about our conversation on Easter when we were watching Twin Temple. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just finished watching them too. <laughs> it, you know, it, it was the same thing, you know, it, I grew up, and my mom is still very religious, you know, and she's her Catholic religion. Everything is 
leave it to God, leave it to God, God will resolve it. You know, I bless her, you know, for having her faith. But to me, I felt it was pushed on me. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, you have to go to church because if you don't go to church, then you're not going to get your blessings and blah, blah, blah. You know, it was just, I, I felt forced. Everything was very, very forced to me. You know, my children were born, you have to baptize them. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's not, you know, it was, now you're the black sheep of the family. And so everything was always very forced. So it wasn't until um, a couple of years ago that I was like, I'm done. I can't. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's when I had my meltdown is what I what I call my meltdown. Um, when I had all my feelings come back and, you know, PTSD, that was it. I, ha- I was never diagnosed. So I, I, I was really bad um, where I discovered who I was. Um, you know, what was I, what I was encountering? What was I trying to discover about myself? Who am I? Um, we're talking about at 38. Who Fuck. am I? You had your awakening at 38 too? Yes. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this blows my mind. Okay, keep going. <laughs> yeah, at 38, you know, I was, I was at my lowest when it came to me, you know, and I discovered who I was and it was just having faith, I think, in... Um, I was connecting more to Mother Earth. I was having a lot of connection to the moon. The moon was my guide. It, it was just amazing how I felt the moon was always present when I needed mm-hmm. um, some kind of um, rebirth uh, to replenish. I, I, I don't know what it was, but you know, the moon was always there for me. And it wasn't until recently that you and I were having a conversation. I think that I'm, I think there's, like you said, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now I'm reading this. You know, okay, that's so, a great, that's a great, let me see. Hell yeah, that's a perfect, perfect. So, is this your first one? Is it your yes. first Wicca book? Oh, girl, I have so many I can recommend. Yes. <laughs> and I'm reading it and I'm connecting so much. And it's like, you know what? This is it. This you is found it. it. Have you done a, have you started any ritual work or anything like that yet? Not yet. No, not yet. Not yet. Cause oh, I, girl. Yeah. This I, is I a don't... moon cycle episode. I'm yes. just, this is a ritual right now. I always like my, my stuff to clear the air. Um, uh, I don't know if you saw the podcast with Sammy. Um, yes. With Sammy and I. Fuck, dude. We were sitting here on the couch that first segment and the energy was so heavy. Wait till you do a ritual. It was a good energy, but it was intense. And both of us were like, what the fuck? Sammy's a witch. And we'll talk about him in a minute here. But keep going. I want to hear about this book. Like, what what especially has popped out to you so far? So far is um, just the connection with Earth and the moon. That mm-hmm. I, I felt it, but I didn't know what it was, the meaning behind it. You know, mm-hmm. and you know how everybody, it, it, you know, the pentacle and, you know, the, you know, how you're not supposed to wear it and, you know, all these incense. And I've always burned incense incense was always something that I did and um you know I have sage I do you know clean my house once in a while um and I just started getting into it but what connected me more is the fact that it it was it's they don't say it's a religion right you know it's not a a spiritual journey it's a exactly it's a journey and, and there's think, no end. And no, no. There's just, there, and that's why it's funny. I love when people are like, oh, we mastered the craft. And I'm like, ah, uh, well, it's not something that you master. It's just something that you move along with. Um, yes. I just started, yeah, and it's funny how when you start doing a ritual, I, I can't wait till you do your first ritual. Um, dude, the full moon's on Thursday, Next I think, week. the 7th. Yeah. Um, super simple. All You know, I started doing magic before I didn't even know it. I lit some intention. I wrote down some stuff to, like uh-huh. wishes, like birthday wishes. Is a ri- like when you blow out the candle on a birthday cake. Yeah, that's a ritual. That's 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 putting stuff into the earth, you know, or putting stuff out there to manifest. Take your written intentions, burn them by one of your candle lights, or write an intention on a bay leaf. Burn it. Give it to the moon. You know, once it's burned and it's um, you have the ashes, just throw it up and give it to the moon, and watch what happens. You're gonna be like, what the fuck. I need more of this. You're going to be so excited and you're going to be like, you're going to feel like energy. Like you're going to feel electricity coming through your hands, like connecting. You're like, what the fuck? Did I just, did I just do that? Just wait. Did you, did you, um, clearly you have a strong intuition. Um, I already sense it. 
did you know did you have a sense that 2020 was going to bring something huge yes i did it, it it wasn't either negative or positive it's just i knew something big was happening there was a shift okay yeah and you, you know what it. it was to me like mm -hmm. um i've always had a connection with crows crows oh. have always sent me a message it's since i was 15 i discovered that and um, I'm gonna go into that because uh, to me, they, they hold a very, very special place in my heart. Um, you know, I was with my aunt and then my aunt goes, there were, I mean, it was a murder. I mean, it just a mass wave of them. And my aunt's like, you know what? We're getting a message today. I'm like, we are? Sure enough, she gets a letter in the mail by my uncle um, that something had happened in Mexico. Somebody had passed away. Oh, so from then on, every time there's a wave of them, I get a message. It's either positive or negative. I always get some kind of message from them. Um, so whenever they're around, and they've actually come to visit me at, at work too. So I see, <laughs> it, it's weird. I mean, to for me to have that connection with them and for them, how I see that they visit me everywhere I go, mm -hmm. you know, I'm at work and they're on the playground they do what they do and they leave and sure enough a few seconds la later or something like either it's either an email a phone call or a text message some kind of messages relate to me like all like a life altering yes. type of message yes. that's, so you found your spirit animal already yes so that's so that's that's perfect so they've been around the whole time yeah crows are very um they're kind of ominous. Like, you know, you can always sense when they're around. And at first I'm like, what the fuck? What are you guys eating? What, like, why are you converging all around the place? Um, but honestly, with my short-term memory, I couldn't tell you, like, what happened afterwards. <laughs> I could tell you what happened with our cat, but I couldn't tell you. But crows are very, very, they're, they're, I don't know, they're like cats. They can go on both. They can go to different, they, yes. I don't know, they're connected to different realms. Yes. So that's, that's incredible. So you have a strong intuition. You're discovering your magic. Wait till you use your magic yeah, for something that, even if it's something small, but just, I, I can't wait to see how you use it. Even just, ah, I just started uh, working with tarot again. And I'm like, fuck, it's, it's gonna be incredible when you actually read something or you try something and you're like, I already knew how to do that. <laughs> I already <Yeah>. knew that. <laughs> and that's what I wanna do. <laughs> yeah, know, that's absolutely. why I, I, I wanna read. And I want to build that knowledge so that way I don't just go into something without having the proper materials that I need and the proper knowledge to go into it. Well, rest assured, my dear, you were the tool. All the other pretty stuff in the candles and the really fun, like sage is so much fun, but it's, it's like over, um, what is it, over cultivated now? Yeah, yeah, um, sure. So you want to use Palo Santo or just... Yeah incense but it's just funny you are the magic all the rest of that stuff is just your tools but it is fun to buy <laughs> i gotta tell you that and it is fun to make and create and whatnot but holy yeah. shit dude I, i'm like dying over this this <laughs> podcast right now i just denise where have you been the last 40 years of my life <laughs> and, and, and you know and I, what i started noticing too is people's energy mm -hmm. how they drain me oh my Negative god energy if it's negative energy, people drain me. And Ooh, it takes yeah. me either one or two days to recuperate from their Fuck. energy. That is spot the fuck on. <laughs> it's, and I, I didn't start realizing that till I think two years ago when it was like somebody's energy just took me. And, and, and I was in a funk and I didn't understand why. And then once I started encountering the same type of people, I started feeling, okay, I need to let go. I need to let yeah. go. You're going to need space. And... Yes. And I don't engage. So mm -hmm. if I let you go, I let you go. Good. Good. I have a person that I don't give you explanation. I don't tell you why I'm gone. I'm gone. I love it. And that's good because your mental well-being is everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I, I, same thing with mental, I call them psychic vampires. And actually I didn't realize the term until I read, um, the satanic bible believe it or not um again for people who misunderstand you know anton LaVey, his book uh, the satanic bible is not what you think it is but there's like a whole section on energy vampires and it's incredible i read that and it was like fuck i can identify all of those in my life and then you start putting up the boundaries 
I have to put up boundaries. I, I do have a hard time just cutting people off. Um, some people I can, very few, but most people I'm like, okay, let me just quietly distance myself and start building up that wall. But I feel you, man. There's times where I've had to lay on the couch for three days with no explanation. Sorry, I'm just too tired. The shittiest part is when you discover that you have a psychic vampire that you love and you want in your life or you care about and you're like, oh no, you gotta go because you're fucking my mental well-being up. And that's where the boundaries, because I do, I I do genuinely care about most people, you know, at least 95% of the people that I interact with. Um, so yeah, I'm not a mean person by any means, but when it no, comes I'm, to yeah. it, but if I ever drain someone's energy, I need them to tell me because I want to know <laughs> what does that side feel like? What is I that? I know what you're feeling. <laughs> like, do you need three days after you talk to me? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and sometimes I think I feel. I think my therapist is at that point with me. Like, he's like, "There's nothing else I can do for you," but he won't ever say that. <laughs> I love it. So let's start talking about horror stuff. Like, what was the first growing up? Uh, you said your mom, you, you grew up at a religious setting. <laughs> Do you have any fun stories about watching horror movies? Well, the theme is that my mom was always, you know, about cooking and cleaning and, you know, catering to her husband, which is my stepdad. Um, that she, it was when, not until we moved in, to East LA, I think it was in, in 80. 88 no 87 um we had some neighbors and you know if we had we would have play dates or whatever and we would go over and their mom is the <laughs> one that introduced us oh yeah <laughs> my you know she was the one that introduced us to um the exorcist oh god <laughs> she carrie <laughs> she was the one that would um do our makeup so she would, you know, whatever, we wanted to be vampires, she would make our faces, we would play. It, I thank her for introducing me into that world because I think <laughs> it was, for me, it was an escape. Mm -hmm. Horror was an escape for it me. Is. It is. Mm -hmm. It was really an escape for me because I was able to watch the movies, stay at her house. I didn't have to deal with drama at home. And it, and it was, you know, once I got home, I was like, oh, okay, I'll just go to my bedroom. You know, it, it was really nice to be there and just watch movies. And then she introduced us to punk. She introduced us to um, metal. So Fuck yeah. Yeah, you know, she was the perfect neighbor. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Go ahead, crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's like, and every Halloween, we would decorate her house. We would go, she would go all out, you know, and, and we were there helping her out. And she would create all these different types of treats for us. You know, she was the perfect home to be in. The whole oh, do time. you still talk to her? Or yes, still she, cool? yeah. That's yeah, awesome. I, I still talk to her. So you hopefully know, she, she watches and she's like, hey, thank you for that. Yes, Grace, <laughs> thank you for everything. <laughs> <laughs> the exorcist. Holy shit. So you had, so it sounds like you had a pretty good horror upbringing. Like, yes. Yeah, I did. Did any you know. did any of them scare you, or did they just did they just excite you? Like, oh, that's no, so cool. They, yeah, they were very intriguing. You know, very. And I think now it's you know every time I watch a horror film, it depends what it is. Um, I know you and Mandy talk. Some of them turn me on. <laughs> right, dude. What was okay? So I let's thought do I was this. the only one. <laughs> Fuck no, dude, girl. Well, that's because we were so suppressed in our childhood and even our young adult age to be. You know, women are not supposed to be horny. I have a book about that. So, you know, but it's legit, dude, you're watching horror movies and there's sex happening. We're like, yeah. Woo. And then I remember, cause I don't know what it is about my mind. It's a Pisces mind, but I remember the scene, especially like in uh, uh, Friday the 13th, the first yes. one, Kevin Bacon, they're, they're just going. I feel like that was one of the first sex scenes I'd ever seen. And so I remember them going, I just could not stop thinking about it. I don't even know what the rest of the movie was about. Cause I wanted to go back to the port. <laughs> so speaking of which, what a day do we fucking live in that we could watch horror movies and anything and we could freely say, oh, hey, that was amazing. Uh, horror, one of the things, um, some people that are close to me or, that are religious were like, that shit opens doors. Yeah, and I I'm like. So do Ouija boards, so does half the shit that, you know, you told, I, I could bring home something from a thrift store and I could open a door. So it's once you get past all that bullshit, 
there's one, but they do open some kind of doors. I think horror, in my opinion, opens up creativity. I think it opens, it helps with anxiety. Um, I actually, we were talking about Hereditary before we started, clo- um, before we started recording. Uh, you need to watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do want I you am. to watch it. Just be pre- mentally prepared. It is a mind fuck and it will make you feel very, very uncomfortable. So you might want to light some Palo Santo. Um, okay. You might end up loving it, but I mean, I love the film because it affected me, but it affected me in a way that just made me feel makes me feel like I was sick inside. But it was also because there is a particular scene, uh, I don't want to spoil it for you, where there's this interaction between the mom and her teenage son. Mm. Teenage kids these days are hard, okay? Especially when I know for a fact that I have given my kids, especially my teen, my boys, everything I never had. We're open, we're honest, we don't front any bullshit. Uh, when we had no money for something, we would say so and say, we'll work towards that together always open and honest but when that kid goes and he fucking jabs stabs you in the heart and then says well you were a shitty mom and you said this that there's a particular scene in the film that just hit hard so i need you to watch it and tell me what you think but when a horror movie does that to you i just see it as it's a creative outlet and then it makes my mind start thinking um especially when it comes to sex sex magic is i mean especially i keep thinking I'm going to embrace how horny I am uh-huh. because I hope your kids don't hear me. <laughs> that's why I put headphones on. Yeah, that's, I'm going to embrace this because look, in about five-ish years or so, maybe 10, hopefully 10, my vagina may not feel the way it feels right now. I yeah. want to love that shit up and I'm going to talk about it. So when I'm talking about sex and horror movies, of course, I'm going to be like, Jenny! But lately, I was thinking, I don't know why it was just, it resonated with you. I'm like, oh no, we're going to talk about dicks in horror movies. <laughs> what took us so long to get some wieners in horror movies? So, I have a little list here. Let's see here. I have a little list. Doo-doo-doo. Okay. Horror movies with dicks. I recently watched Cherokee Creek. And I did a review with the director and the writer. And they're both, they're, just, they're everything in the movie, right? Uh-huh. What baffled me was while I'm watching this hilarious horror movie, it was like a dark horror comedy, was that the director slash actor slash writer, full frontal dude, and I'm like, is that his dick? I'm asking my husband, I'm like, dude, his dick's out. Of course, me, I'm like, pause, I gotta check it out. <laughs> looking at it. A week later, dude's on my podcast, and I'm like, so, was that your dick? And he's like, yeah, it was my dick. <laughs> he just went through the whole process. And I said, I have to thank you because dicks in horror movies have not been a thing and it's just starting um midsummer you saw that yes uh the guy who plays christian fun fact you guys probably already know the guy who played christian obviously he ran out after basically having sex with a 10 year old um okay she's probably 15 she was on her period (laughs) runs out and his shit all over the place yep (laughs) and i'm like in that scene i'm sorry that was hot dude like as gross as it was those women to me, they were all beautiful. I thought yeah. they were beautiful. Every I love looking at different Body. shapes and stuff. And I love that he was uncomfortable, but of course a man will still be able to get, you know, his dick hard and get it going. So he actually said uh, they were actually going to cover him up. The uh, Ariaster, they were going to cover him up. He said no, because women have exposed their bodies in horror films since the beginning. It's our turn. So can we give him a a nice midsummer clap? Because it is true. Women have desires too. We want to see some dick. We don't want to see your ass moving into a girl. We want to see what you got. So we're not going to judge. Yeah, well, (laughs) we are going to judge. I'm judging. They judge us. Shit. I'm going to judge. I'm going to say, is he cold? (laughs) Was that a strap on? Um, Sleepaway camp. Have you seen sleepaway camp? No. Okay, I'm not gonna, we're not going there because that, that, you need to see that one too. So Mandy, um, she could make it on today, but she'll be on at another time. She wanted me to add some of hers because they said, reach her, research some movies, horror movies with dicks. <laughs> uh, she said, I spit on your grave in hospital too. Um, I used to watch all the spit on your graves. I don't remember what scene she was talking about. There's a lot of uh, decapitated dicks in horror films these days too. I just did a review for uh, Blood Quantum on Shudder. It's brand new on Shudder. And I just did a review. It's pretty good. You know, it's it's like, fuck, it's another goddamn zombie movie. But it was actually, it has a really good twist. I'm 
unnecessary parts, but overall a really good story. Um, but in that, uh, spoiler, there's a decapitate, is that a term? Decapitated dick? Dismembered dick? Dismembered, yeah. Dismembered dick? But she's <laughs> a zombie girl with a <laughs> dismembered well, she's dick. She's into it. <laughs> and I love how big they are. Like, I guess when you dismember a dick, it just swells. Like, you know, it gets bigger. So is that what we have to do? <laughs> I guess we're gonna have to cut them off to, you know, spice it up for some shit. <laughs> I also, my husband's over there going, mm -mm. I've always told him I never understood why Lorena Bobbitt got into so much trouble. Bitch, just fucking, she's a hero amongst women. <laughs> and it's funny because my husband won't, because you know, she's Salvadorian, so I'm half Salvadorian. Hell yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, I would never fuck with you. <laughs> That's right. You better not. I don't think they realize how easy it is for us. All right. Do, have you seen, have you seen any memorable dicks in horror films? No, honestly, oh. it, it has been mostly the woman's body. That's what yeah. I've seen in all the horror films, and it's all women's body. It's and it's funny because I've always said it like, how come we can't see the male? Right. Body? You right. know, it, it it just it baffles me all the time because it's like women are shit. They're showing everything. Right. Men, they're covering them, but I think it has to do a lot with the, you know, society. Absolutely. But then on top of it, then you get men going. Don't you want to see my dick? Uh, you know, the spooky stuff, we're talking about the the hotter girls of the group are getting a lot of unnecessary dick pics. And oh, wow. school and, I am school and bones, she's cracking me up because she she'll put these dudes on blast. Time. I love I love I love, them. love her. And I'm like, go ahead, you guys, keep, you know, go ahead. I haven't gotten anything cool like that yet. Cause I would love to, I would probably just tell the squad like, oh, look at the one I got, but I haven't gotten any yet. <laughs> but I'm like, they're so quick to see, they want us to be impressed by their readers, but we haven't seen shit in film. So it's actually kind of sometimes, you know, you're like, eh. is that yeah, all you got, I homie? <laughs> Not yeah. that I see a lot of dick, I see one, and actually, I am surrounded by them, you know, back when I was a kid and I wanted male attention, this isn't what I meant, dude. I have three boys and a husband and a dog who's a male, and so I'm surrounded by dicks all the time. Not what I meant, but it is what it is, but my God, they are so obsessed with that appendage. Yes, I know. Like, it's, yeah, and I've only gotten one. That's it, in my whole entire whatever modeling. And it, to me, it's like, is that supposed to impress me? Is that supposed to do something to me? Like, you, know, tits, dude. <laughs> you know, I know you want me to put you on blast. I'm not going to go there just because I know you want the attention. So block and I move on. <laughs> oh, do you think that's what they do? They want attention? Like, I, I even think if that, it's yeah. negative? I think it's either they want women to go and follow them because, you know, they feel that some women are going to want to see it. So I, I honestly think it's a for attention. You know, oh, maybe for, we're double standard. We're doing a double standard here. We want to see it, but we don't at the same time. Okay, listen, <laughs> let us be specific. We yes. want to see dick in horror films. Not the through you DMs. guys, we don't want to see your shit through our DMs. No. Trust me. Trust. We want, but again, Todd Jenkins, thank you for putting your dick on, and really thank his wife, because she let him out, you know. Not that it, marriage is a control thing, but she was like, she apparently had no problem. Did, I don't remember, did she have a problem with him showing his dick in the film? No. Huh? Cool. Would you show a dick in film? <laughs> he said, yeah. He's like, if I'm getting paid, why not? <laughs> he said it like a little mouth. He's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's the type of relationship I have with my husband, too. Mm. You know, it's like, you. <laughs> He said it can't be cold. I don't know if you heard that. He's just always been cold. I okay. <laughs> he has to put up with this all the time. <laughs> but that's that's what marriage is about. Absolutely. You know, I, and I feel that that um, you know I see a lot of uh, comments about it. Oh, if he's talking to somebody else, I'm gonna chase them down and. I have, I have two kids I have to worry about. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, isn't there bigger problems? I mean, good God. Yeah, how, your husband, is he into film and every, like horror films and all that oh, stuff yeah. too? Is yeah. he a tatted hottie with a beard? He has a beard. Yes, Woo! he has tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually have a, a, a personal account. I'll add you to that one. I My modeling account is just for me and my stupidity and 
Please. <laughs> I have, my, hot I have babe. my private one because, you know, I have two little ones. Yeah. I have two little ones, and you know, well, you know the world. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, I keep my kids off of it. Usually, I'm, yeah, I keep my kids off my Insta. It's my only Instagram, but I like just having, um, I don't know, I like keeping it separate. Uh, but my daughter is starting to, my daughter's starting to get more into, I don't know, they're getting older, but I'm still that mom who's like, sorry, you're not getting um, social media until you're a junior in high school. I'm sorry, you're going to be that kid. Um, maybe a little, it just depends on the kid though, too. So I, I'm, I'm with you on protecting them uh, because there are creepy assholes out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the world is scary. That's one of the other projects that I was wanting, I'm wanting to work on is finding new things to be afraid of. So when the film industry comes back, if it ever does, we have new things to be afraid of. We're going to get hundreds of yes. coronavirus movies. Yes. And Mark Wahlberg is going to be in the, Dwayne Johnson are going to be in all of them. <sighs> because you know, and Tom Hanks, because those are the only three that can play American heroes. Not that there's any heroes, I don't know, I'm just ranting, but I don't even know what we're talking about. This is moon cycle for you, though. Well, yeah, exactly, and that's what happens to us women during the moon cycle. <laughs> we're all right. over Now, you have a um, so let's go back to modeling a little bit. Can we talk about that badass? Gelatin mermaid uh, oh. deal that you had. That's my favorite. Really? One of your favorite oh. shoot. I love that so much. Can you tell me what inspired that look? I'm probably going to have to ask you about this anyways because I'm pretty sure you're going to be, I'm not saying anything, but you know, there are going to be other issues of this magazine. So. Oh, no, no, yes. He, he disclosed it already to me. <laughs> he told me about it. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I, I'm tired of, of my, uh, I want horror and everything, you know, it's, it's yes. what I, I try to do in, in the pinup world, I try to introduce my, my horror life and that didn't work. So, you know, you kind of see all these mermaids with beautiful green tails and their little bras and, and I was like, no, I'm going to do my version. <laughs> you know, so everything was, I did everything on my own. You know, I created the Love whole it. thing on my own. And, um, I just felt we needed a dead, like a zombie mermaid. You know, we needed that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I wanted to do it. And Raw captured it. He captured what Love I it. wanted. You know, I even, when he re when he gave me the pictures, I even did, I don't know if there's a side-by-side -side that I did of the Little Mermaid on the rock. And then yeah, I, did. <laughs> I, I feel like I, yeah. It, is it was like the Little Mermaid, and then it was me. I was like, mm, I go rock hot it. <laughs> Yeah, you killed it. I love it. And like, literally, you were a dead fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was. I was a dead fish. And you know, and I fish. wanted to make sure that people understood that message. You know, that it, yes, it's nice to have color. It's nice to be pretty. And it, I'm not, I don't have anything against color. I don't. But my comfort is black. Same. Comfort, uh, color is perfect. We're artists. Of course we like color. We just don't like to wear it. I mean, no, I do no. different color lipsticks. I like different color yeah. Lipsticks and eyeshadows, I'm with you, but everything black and orange hair when the, the season approaches. But other than that, yeah, black is beautiful. Like the color, that black is beautiful. God yeah. damn it. Yeah, no, well, it is though. You know, it, it is. And, and I feel like, you know, I used to say, well, I hide my body, so I love it. I, I love it. <laughs> I just, yeah. And, and you know? sometimes, I don't know, you still go, you still go through the phases, I assume, too, where you're like, fuck, I look like shit, yep. you know, like you said, when you take the makeup off and everything, like, he'll tell me, oh, you're so beautiful, and I'm like, who are you looking at? Yeah, I'm pretty when I have the face and shit, when Michelle Halloween's here, when I'm Michelle O'Brien, I'm like, Ugh. um, <laughs> but, anyway, I'm just, yeah, I, I, as a woman, I we're, husband, we're a cycle, like, yeah, we're, I always tell my husband the same thing, <laughs> and I tell him, you're blind. Yeah, no, I'm like, biased. I'm like, you have to say that because you want to get laid. Um, oh to, my goodness! <laughs> you just want to get laid. Really, I'm a sure thing. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> now we were going. We were talking about Sammy the other day. Um, so I wanted to bring this up towards the end of this uh, podcast, but you, Sammy, got you on the merchandise bandwagon too. Yay! Congratulations, Sammy! I was hoping my shirt would arrive on time for the show, but it didn't. But I will be fucking Miss Deadly Ding it when I get it, girl. But I'm so fucking proud of you. That's awesome. I really hope that's going well. 
whoever did the artwork is phenomenal. It's gorgeous. And T Public is great. So I want to yeah. give them a shout out. Um, I have merch coming too, but I'm laughing because I'm like, Sammy, you fucking little witch, you. Because Sammy he won't ever say, oh, I'm a brujo or anything, but my, my Anglo-Saxon accent. <laughs> Fuck that term. Um, Sammy's fucking amazing. He won't yep, call yep. himself a witch or anything, but he's spiritual and connected to the earth and fucking universe. Like, no male I have ever encountered in my life. So he's like a perfect balance of the feminine... Like, we're the feminine. He's the perfect um, example of the masculine. And he embraces it. It's beautiful. But I love how he builds, like, he's the perfect example in the horror community. He builds everyone up. He's not yeah, out he for just him. He builds nope. everyone up. So thank you, Sammy, for getting us uh, on the merchandise bandwagon. I wasn't going to yeah. do it. And he's like, but you need to. He's also the one who planted the seed for a podcast. I'm like, damn it, Sammy. Have you met him in person yet? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Ah! Awesome person. I've been right? following Sammy for a long time, a long, okay. long time. And it's not till this year that I started getting a little bit, you know, more connected to him. Mm -hmm. And I had messaged him and he's like, why don't you just do shirts? And I said, who's going to buy them, Sammy? And he's like, just do it. <laughs> just do it. And I went ahead and did it. And he helped me out, you know, loading, creating my account. And he's just an amazing person. I, right. I adore Sammy. And... I adore Mandy. Mandy, I've been following you for years as well. You know? I know, she was like, I love her. She was so cool when I lived in East LA. <laughs> yes, yes. She was my go-to, you know. I would go, Mandy, I need a skirt. She would make a skirt. Mandy, I need this. She would do it, you know. So, uh, and to have them together, I t you know, it's just the energy. My goodness. Right? Oh, it my God. Like Anytime they're connected, well, we get it daily, um, you know, the spooky club, we get the Sammy Mandy energy daily. So to me, it always feels like two stars collided. Yes. And they collided out of chaos, obviously, because we need chaos in our lives. Yes. No matter, they collided out of chaos, but it ended up making this beautiful fucking sun, like this starlet, this beautiful, and it's not like a sun that we have where it's like a ball of fire, but it's just pure white energy with the two of them. And they created that. You, that's just how I visualize it. I'm sorry, it sounds ridiculous. But no. the two of them together, holy fuck, dude. And just being a part of that every day is insane to me. Um, everywhere I go, they're sending Amanda even in my house. Like, um, I need them. You know, that I, I, I didn't realize how much I needed the two of them in my life because we all kind of just feed off of each other. So welcome to that. We welcome you. And, you know, come with us because clearly we already had a connection. I didn't know Sammy and Mandy up until last year, but I was also hiding, um, just lurking in the shadows and everything. I didn't put myself out there until last year. I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but, I you know, you. just kind of like you. Like, I just, I'm just doing me. I wonder though, do you have like, do you ever still feel restricted? Like, I'm thinking about like with uh, preschoolers and stuff, like, could you go and give, like, deliver a bunch of this deadly defaced mask to your kids, your no. students? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, shit, how cute would it have been if they had on their teacher's t-shirt? <laughs> you know, it, it's not until after. I do have a parent, though, who her children adore me. And oh. um, one year I did do those um, pop sockets, I guess, to go on the phone. And mm -hmm. um, she's like, can you buy me one for my daughter? And I was like, really? So then her daughter was in my classroom, Her one of the, her youngest ones. She was into horror. Like, completely. <laughs> So we would talk about it. We would talk about um, just everything. And I was like, oh my God, she's my mini me. She's like, yes, she's so you. <laughs> Even till now I connect with her and she tells me she's still into horror. She, oh, and I would tell her, awesome. yeah, I would tell her, let me go take her to the conventions. Or, or I would tell her here, there's so many events, Halloween events, attend them. She's going to love them. Um, but yeah, the little girl's into everything. And I adore that. And this year I had a couple of children who were into it they were they would play zombies in the playground i love that you know and what am i gonna do all i say is like you know don't hurt each other yeah. they're using their imagination they're exactly creative that's all know? we care about why, why are we suppressing that shit you know i think it's beautiful when a kid's like hey i want to try um this i but it makes me laugh too because you know it has become such a phenomenon with kids um thanks to like stranger things and then the cast of it chapter one Yes. Of course, I'm like, anything that brings kids into the beautiful world realm of horror movies, that's great, but it makes me wonder, if I Stephen King upset by any of this? I mean, dude's had a lot of kids himself, but I just have to know, 
how does he feel about it? <laughs> do I care? Well, yeah, you know, oh. I had the kids doing the, the Pennywise dance, and I mean, that was yes. so popular. Right, was remember? Like, I mean, what am I going to do? You know, they're having fun. They're not hurting anybody. I love yeah, it. I love it. When, when they're hurting somebody, yes, I'm going to say something. But if they're not hurting anybody, they're being creative. Right. I mean, all I can just remind them is, you know, this, this, and that. Don't do that. You know, but when right. they're playing, um, what was it that they were playing that, I don't know, some kind of, they were like, oh, yeah. And, you know, there's a sniper and I'm going to shoot you. I'm like, oh, no, no. That's where we stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing that. Because yeah. you can't do that. I mean, especially not in America these days. Yeah. God, this just baffled me. Like two years ago, we has anyone not? Are these people? I have a question for you out there. If you watch my podcast, probably not. You fuckers out there protesting in Orange County. Do you guys not recall the last four years have been a wave of shit? Yes. And it's just gotten worse. And this fool gets elected again. We're fucked. There's we our, are did, fucked. You hear, did you hear about the giant fucking hornets that arrived? Yes, I just. <laughs> 2020 aliens just got like like oh the truth is oh. out nobody gives a shit though all I of a sudden, yeah all of a sudden here go the ufos let's distract the human race from fucking really what i mean i'm pretty sure that I, I know this is a real thing but it's like dude what the fuck yeah can we just get once you remove the tumor can we the just go? <laughs> like if spiritual people religious people come on if you remove the problem Come on, like, what is going on? Anyway, so, sorry, I had to go on that little rant, but I'm just like, dude, did you hear about those fucking giant fucking hornets? I don't know how big they really are, but apparently they're looking to a rat. Do you have a kid? Do you have a kid? I have my kid. I'm like, <laughs> I know, my husband's like, dog, be quiet. I'll be quick. I'll let you get back to your Sunday. I'll let you get back to your Sunday. I know Zachariah the Witch is uh, currently streaming live a question and a Q&A on sex magic, if you're interested in that, but... Let's just close out with um, what, Denise, I know it's hard for a lot of us to say what we, have, what we want to see happen for the rest of 2020, um, but give me a positive. What do you want to see grow? What do you want to grow for yourself for the rest of the year? Because regardless, we're going to have to live through it. What do you want to see happen for Miss Denly D? I love saying that. Denly um, <laughs> D. <laughs> Honestly, what I want is just more positive people around me. That's what I want. And I want my coven. <laughs> you know, I, I want to be got able you. to. Yeah, I, I really want to be able to be out in nature with my witches and be able to explore all that. Um, but all I want is just positivity. I want love. I want to um, just the end of the year. I want, I really want people to continue to respect Mother Earth. Absolutely. She's all we have. She's. If she's not sending a fucking message right now, I don't understand how that's not obvious. Yes. But this is a message. And, yes. you know, really, you're, we're worried about this invisible virus that we're calling it. We are the fucking virus. Yes. You know? Yes. So let's take care of our, our fucking mom, dude. She's yes. our one true mother. Let's take care of her. She gives us power. She lets, lends us her strength. Let's give it back to her. So let's take care of her. That's a beautiful message, Denise. Thank you, babe. Um, this is at the end of our conversation. Obviously, it's just the end of this episode. But you and I have a lot to talk about and a lot of follow-up, I'm pretty sure. Yes, people are do. going to want to know. So I'm going to need to have you back on. Oh. <laughs> so I should just give you that warm welcome to the moon episode. The moon, what is this called? Moon cycle episode. <laughs> it's that time o'clock. <laughs> He's like, oh, your brain's failing. Here, let me offer you something. <laughs> You're the best, sweetheart. Um, you can find, how do we find you on Instagram? We found you on Instagram, Miss Deadly D. Any other platforms you prefer? I have a Facebook. It's also Miss Deadly D. You can find me on there. Um, you don't have to follow my personal pages. You know, directly just like the Miss Deadly D page. Um, but I'm mostly active on Instagram. Instagram is Instagram's my platform. Yeah. It, and I, I, all the best to the shirts. Make sure whoever's watching, listening, check out these badass shirts. I can't wait to show mine off. With my, I'm just like, your head's going to be here. And then there's going to be like, like, it's going to look like you're like this short because it's going to go under my titties. But I think I ordered the right size. I can't wait to show that off. I was trying to do it today. <laughs> no, but, you know, and, and I have, you know, a new design that I just come in. And then um, <clears throat> Sammy is working on something. 
So, you know, <laughs> so hopefully soon you will get to see more designs. I, I just, I really just want to put myself out there and I want to just, it's not because I want, like I was telling Linda, it's not about popularity. I just, I want to embrace people. I want people to know that I'm all about positivity. I'm all about love. I'm all about respect. You give it to me, I give it to you. That's it. That's, that's who I am. You Take know, my hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I am. I'm not about anything else but loving people. I am a person who gives unconditionally, and I do not, I do not want anything in return. If you give it to me, I see it as a blessing, and I'm blessed three times when you do it. So, you know, for me, um, having you, like, I, I was like, I was so intimidated just to talk to you, <laughs> and you know, now that you've embraced me, I'm like, you know, I'm blessed. I'm really, really blessed to have gotten to know you and then look at me now I'm like doing a podcast something I would have never I mean if you ask my husband he's like he was like are you sure you're gonna do it I'm like I guess well thank you for doing it <laughs> and honestly it means the world because that's how I feel about you thank you for coming on and Aww. talking and Chad we could do this all day long yes and we, <laughs> you know like and we we just have kids and our responsibilities but back at you babe you're beautiful badass I admire the fuck out of you. So Aww. let's just kick ass for the rest of the year virtually. Um, I'm not intimidated by it. I think we can still change the world. <laughs> yes, we can. Yes, we let's can. Let's be that band of witches that does it. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I'm all up for it. Oh, love it, babe. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening and watching. Denise, I will talk to you soon, babe. Yes. Thank you, guys. Shut the fuck up.